Good afternoon, St. Louis, Missouri, Newark, New Jersey, Chicago, Illinois, Denver, Colorado, Dallas, Texas, Indianapolis, Indiana, Topeka, Kansas, Pittsburgh, Mississippi, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Quincy, Illinois also, and also Charlotte, North Carolina, Mississippi, Tennessee, Baltimore, Maryland, Scottsdale, Arizona, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and Kansas City, Missouri, home of Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Yes, go Chiefs. Welcome to the Zimitary Comrades for February the 18th, 2023. My name is Al Fruits, your host and creator, along with Elder Alan Loud. Rev, how you doing, sir? Bye. And how's the family doing, sir? Bye. And also, I know that my, my little band director is busy someplace today. <laughs> oh, yeah, they something else. <laughs> <laughs> I see you changing the tune on You're doing something else now. Okay. And also, we got uh, Brother Scott. How you doing, Scott? I'm doing well. Thank you. Scott Owens is our real estate broker of the year here with us, you know. And how's the wife doing also? Is she getting close? Oh, she's getting close. She's going to graduate in May. Oh, my God. Okay, three more months. Three more months, okay. She's getting ready to, getting ready to get ready. <laughs> getting ready to get ready. That's right. And we're getting ready to get ready. Also, we broadcast live on Ferguson, USA, HotTalkRadio.com from beautiful Woods Missouri. That's in South North County and also from North City, St. Louis. Um, and also from all of Missouri. And you, we, we invite you to join us again tomorrow at uh, 1 o'clock and also on Wednesdays. You can hear it live on Facebook, uh, YouTube, Twitch, and also you can get our podcast on Spotify. But right now, you can get us live because we have Pastor and the Elder, Alden Lyles, who's the pastor of the Walnut Park Bible Chapel Church, located at 55 West Linden Avenue, that's in North St. Louis, at 6312. This man wears many, many hats. We call him the pastor, we call him the Elder, and I call him Red. Reverend Alan Lyles, Pastor of Walnut Park Bible Chapel Church. Located in North St. Louis, under the Black Community, 547 Little Avenue, and that's in 6312, and you just One more time with you, three times here. Prayer with Elder Alvin Lyles, the pastor of Walnut Park, Bible Chapel Church, located at 547 Little Avenue. Reverend Alvin Lyles, Alvin Lyles, what do you have for today, sir? Oh, my topic. Oh, you got a prayer for me? <laughs> Agape love. Okay, well, let's get to prayer first, real. <laughs> Bow our heads. Mm-hmm. Heavenly Father, we thank you for waking us up this morning. We thank you for your wonderful gospel, how that Christ died for our sin, was buried, and rose again. And by continue believing to the saving of the soul, continues to make heaven your home before you sleep and after you sleep. Heavenly Father, we think we're already seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Amen. Our name is written in the Lamb Book of Life. And Heavenly sure. Father, we ask you to bless the sick all over the universe. And we know everything's going to be all right with the fellowship with you today in Jesus' most precious name. Amen. Amen, Reverend. Thank you, Reverend Lyles. I'm some of you missed, okay? A couple of weeks ago, well, uh, Back on the 9th of February, you and I were all part of the delegation, but you met uh, Charlie Dengar, Sam Page, in his office, you know, you and the my comrades and all those met, okay? And you gave a beautiful prayer, Rev. I want to thank you for that. I haven't told you that over the air, okay? That prayer is such a tone for the rest of me. Again, prayers, 
make things go right. So, Rev, thank, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Sing on our program, baby. Sarah, give me some prayer because God knows we need prayer most than ever before. So, we got Rev. Lesson's gonna be on the agape love, and I'm gonna oh. explain the agape love in the scriptures. Okay, that's deep. Now the the first part of that, I'm gonna tell you what agape love is. Isaiah 43. This is why it's agape love because it said the chosen nation. It's redeemed and restored. Let's mm. tell you, God haven't forgot about Israel. They scatter all over the universe now, but God ain't forgot them. Amen. But now, thus, thus said the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel. Fear not. I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name. Thou art mine. When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they should not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou should not be burned. Neither should the flame kindle upon thee. For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. I gave you Egypt for thy ransom, Ethiopia, Seba, for thee. Since thou was precious in my sight, thou hast been honorable, and I have loved thee. Therefore, when I give men for thee, and people for thy life, fear not, for I am with thee. I will bring thy seed from the east and gather thee from the west. I will say to the north, give up, and to the south, keep not back. Bring my sons from afar, from far, and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Even everyone that is called by my name, for I have created him for my glory. I have formed him, yea, I have made him. Bring forth the blind people that have eyes in the deep that have ears. Let all the nations be gathered together, and let the people be assembled, who among them can declare this, and show us things. Let them bring forth their witnesses, that they may be justified, or let them hear and say it is truth. Ye are my witnesses, said the Lord, and my servants whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me, and understand that I am he. Before me there was no God formed. Neither should there be after me. I even I am the Lord. And beside me there is no Savior. I have declared and have saved. And I have shown when there was no strange God among you. Therefore ye are my witnesses, said the Lord, that I am God. Ye before the day was I am he. And there is none that can deliver out of my hand. I will work in who shall let it. Thus said the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. For your sake, for your sake I have sent to Babylon. 
and have brought down all that noble and the Chaldeans whose cry is in the ships. And I am the Lord, your Holy One, the creator of Israel, your king. I'm going on to something else. Now I'm going to go to uh, 54 of Isaiah. This is why God is agape love, because he said, Israel, the restored wife of Jehovah. All the mess that they did, he still loved them and restored them from their, their sin. Even in their unbelief, he drew, drew them in. Because hmm. he loved, this was agape love is. I think I'm a, this is Jehovah restored wife of Jehovah. And then this is why they restored wife for all what he did. He said he going to redeem them. The agape love said all. A-L-L is all. The G in agape, it said godliness. The A is able. The P is people. It's everlasting. Love. The L is life. The O is obedience. The V is victorious. And E is eternal. Come on. And that's what agape love is. And it took a God real, 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 you got to say that another time, okay? Make sure we get this. Let's say that two more, two more times. Agape love means all. The A, the G means godliness. The A means able. The P means people. Mm-hmm. And the E means everlasting. And the L means life. In love. And the O in love means obedience. And the mm-hmm. B in love means victorious. And the E means eternal. The A mm-hmm. means all. The G means godliness. Yes. The A, B, the A means able. The P is people. The E is everlasting. The L is life. The O is obedience. The V is victorious. The E is eternal. Ain't that wonderful? <laughs> but Rev, that, that, that's deep, Rev. But she would hear about the love all the time, okay? And, you know, and I never heard it explained, I'm broken down, I should say, the way you did it today. So that's one of the, again, that's why I should say that two more times, you know, so that people can understand and let it marinate uh, into their mind, into their soul. But thank you, sir. I'm sorry, but go ahead. I'm sorry to know your record. Go ahead, sir. And I have another point to bring out this agape love. Go to Hosea, the second chapter. Mm-hmm. This is why this is explaining agape love. I just explained it in uh, Isaiah. Now I'm going to explain it in Hosea. Okay. Hosea, the second chapter, and verse 1 to 23. It said, the chastisement of adulterous Israel. Say ye unto your brethren, am I to your sister and Ruhamah? Plead with your mother, plead, for she is not my wife, neither am I her husband. Let her therefore put away her whoredoms out of her sight, and her adulteresses from between her breasts. Thus I strip her naked 
and set her ass in the day that she was born and make her as a wilderness and let her like a dry land and slay her with thirst. And I would not have mercy upon her children, for they be the children of whoredoms. For their mother had played the harlot. She had conceived them, had done shamefully, for she said, I will go after my lovers and give me my bread and my water, my wool, and my flax, my oil, and my drink. Therefore, behold, I will hedge up thy way with thorns and make a wall that she should not find her path. And she should follow after her lovers, but she should not overtake them. And she should seek them, but should not find them. Then should she say, I will go and return to my first husband. For then was it better with me than now. But she did not know that I gave her corn and wine and oil and multiplied her silver and gold, which they prepared for Baal. Therefore will I return and take away my corn in the same thereof, and my wine in the season thereof, and will recover my wool and my flax, given to cover her nakedness. And now would I discover her lewdness in the sight of her lovers, and done to deliver her out of my hand. I would also cause her mirth to cease. Her, her feast days, her new moons, and her Sabbaths, and in all her Solomon's feasts, and I would destroy her vines and her fig trees. Well, she has said, these are my reward that my lovers have given me, and I will make them a forest, and the beasts of the field should eat them. And I will visit upon her the days of Balaam, where she burned incense to them, and she decked herself with her earrings and her jewel. She went after her lovers and forgot me, said the Lord. The Israel is the adulterous wife to be restored. Therefore, behold, I will allure her and bring her into the wilderness and speak comfortably unto her. And I will give her her vineyard from thence in the valley of Acre. For a door of hope, and she should sing there as in the days of her youth, and as in the days when she came up out of the land of Egypt. And it should be at that day, said the Lord, that thou should call me Ish, Ishai, and should not call me no more Balaam. For I would take away the names of Balaam out of her mouth, and they should no more be remembered by their name. And in that day will I make a covenant for them with the beasts of the field and with the fowls of heaven and with the creeping things of the ground. And I will break the bow and the sword in the battle out of the earth and will make them to lie down safely. And I will be throughout thee unto me forever yea. I will be throughout thee unto me in righteousness and in judgment, and in love and kindness, and in mercies. I will even be brought thee unto me in faithfulness, and thou shalt know the Lord. 
and it shall come to pass in that day I will hear, said the Lord. I will hear the heavens, and they shall hear the earth. And the earth shall hear the corn, and the wine, and the oil, and they shall hear Jezreel. And I will sow her unto me in the earth, and I will have mercy upon her, and had not obtained mercy. And I will say to them, which were not my people, Thou art my people, and they should say, Thou art my God. Amen. May the Lord love. love. You just had a mouth for us and break that down for us. See, agape love is uh, that we didn't love him. We re they rejected him, but he loved them first. Mm -hmm. That's what agape love. Mm -hmm. I love God because he first loved me. That's agape love. Okay. That's a deep love. That's a love without hands. Well, you you know, know, the Lord got the whole world in his hand. But he got the whole world without his hand, <laughs> as well as with his hands. You know, that's a song we sang growing up, you know. But you don't hear that anymore, like, you know, you know the whole world in his hand, you know. And it seems like that, okay, that it's still early on. You know, in our school days, okay, that um, God was with us and God is for us. Amen. And God be with us. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But you can see why that's that's agape love. That's agape love because it's it's unconditional. See, man's love when man try to get a get a divorce, God don't get to give divorce. God know that His love for His wife, which are the chosen children, His chosen people. The Israelite, and he showed his love for them, even if without them, him uh, showing their love toward him, he still they came back to him anyway, because he's a God of love. Amen. That's why I make agape love so deep. Yeah, yeah. Well, like it's one of those things, you know, the real that uh, when we sleep. When we wake up, uh, when we go to bed, uh, when we do anything in between all those hours, okay? All during the day, they see the 24 7 God. And 366 God, you know, that's always going to be there with us and for us. And with us. And, and so right now, we're hot. go ahead. See, God didn't forget Israel. People think God forget Israel, but he just already told you what's going to happen. They're going to be restored. Just like God restored Israel, also mm -hmm. Jesus Christ going to restore us. Mm -hmm. The church, the bride. Mm -hmm. The bride of the church, was, it's, it's a two-point story. It was Judah and Israel. Those mm -hmm. are the two nations that, uh, that was a horde. And God brought them back together. Uh, you, know, you know, another thing, okay, that, uh, that you're saying here, you know, uh, I will say pre-pandemic, okay, that was, well, even pre-pandemic, people had stopped going to church, okay? They had got away from, you know, from going to God's house, you know what I'm saying? You know, and, uh, and you know, and, and I'm saying that was prior to the pandemic. 
And so now you see in church visitation down like never before. Talk about that. See, the church is people. People are the mm-hmm. church. Thank you, and the church, what God told us to walk by faith and not by sight. By sight, yes. We can be anywhere in the church. Like right now, we have a church right now. If it's here, yeah. two or three count together in my name in the greens, I'll be in the midst. That what he says. That's it, Matthews. Brother Ira, Brother Scotty. Yes, sir. And they're allowed. Yeah, and all and all our listeners around the world, and all our listeners all over the universe. Yes. So y'all know what? Already, even before it happened, God already told you the future of Israel. They're gonna be restored. There you go. Regardless of what they did, they still gonna be restored because He has agape love. The other love, L O B E, is man's love, which is not as powerful and deep as that. A man trying to make it that way, but it ain't. The only deepest love is of God. Amen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Thank God for Jesus. Well, Rev, you know, on that note, I said thank you for a beautiful message today, okay, about our godly love. You told us where you got, you know, where, you know, where to find it, what it's like today, and, you know, and what we're going through today. Reverend, I just held the other last pastor, one up for God kept the located 55 first and living areas in Los Angeles. I'm about to message, the message, well, yeah, there is a message today. That's God, I want to bring the hour for just the lunch and the chin coverage on Ferguson, USA, hotpowerreal.com, and also on uh, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. I've been
this is a parade that's number two in the whole country. In the parade, they have a Mardi Gras in New Orleans, Louisiana. This is their second year doing this. You know, they already kicked off this morning. And another large crowd. And also, uh, the evening they're going to have a ball at City Hall you know, to follow up. But again, uh, congratulations to my good friend of Minnesota that met me years ago, uh, uh, Mr. Bradley, and I thank you for what he's doing. And also, uh, this is, uh, people didn't me forget, okay, but he's going to talk about it. But this is Black History Month in the, in the world, so to speak, but we don't give people credit for it. And so we're going to do a little survey here, okay? And so they estimated 90 black patriots fought against the British and in the Revolutionary War. Even before the war began, black, black patriots, Cyprus, uh, uh, Cyprus, is considered a hero for his efforts during what event. Well, that was during the Boston Massacre. And people only talk about that, but that's what he was. Then so, uh, another thing was there's another I talked about uh, Frederick Douglass was the uh, the famous abolitionist who was the first American confirmed for a presidential appointment by the Senate. And that's history being made. And the first and this always gets me also, who was the first African American governor and what state did he serve from? Well the first black Governor, I always like to say Douglas Wilder of Virginia, okay, but I was wrong about that. But he was a gentleman by the name of E.B.S. Hitchback of, of uh, Louisiana. Amen. Yeah, so that's, you know, that's P.B.S. Hitchback of, of Louisiana. And the first two African-American U.S. senators represented which state? Well, guess what? He represented uh, the first two African American senators represented the state of Mississippi. He went not. This is uh, going back, you know, before they changed things around in the, in the Constitution here. And also, uh, African American volunteers comprised one of the most famous World War War military groups in, you know, in, in history. And that was the Tuskegee Airmen. And they were the they were the ones that got you know, in the Air Force. They never lost. They never lost a plane, and never lost lost a battle in, in all during the, during the World War Two. You know, and they were very famous for that. And also, uh, uh, another one of the things that uh, that goes back, okay, a lady by the name of Fannie Hammer. She was the co-founder of the Mississippi Freedom Democratic Party, and that goes back, okay, and that got started years and years ago. And the first black woman elected to the United States Congress. The lady by the name was Shirley Chisholm. Also, she went on to run to be the first black person to run president of the United States, also. And we we're very proud of her, also. And also, one of the uh, things that very, 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 very much changed history as a, as a whole uh, was that who stepped on the landmark decision case Brown versus Brown before the United States Supreme Court and later served as the first African American. On the Supreme Court, we all know that is very good Marshall, <laughs> a very very famous lawyer that kind of changed life around with that Brown versus Brown presentation. And also, who was the first African American president, African American served as Secretary of State? Colin Powell recently died a year or so ago, and did a special ten some years ago, and he was very much through the many positions, you know, 
did a lot of things over our history that changed our history. And also something that this should be very much against. You should ask how many, how many right now African-American women were elected or re-elected to serve in the Congress in the 2020 election? 26 women, black women, were in the United States Congress. And we have to say that one of those women is our uh, Congresswoman here in St. Louis. Ms. Cory Bush, serving the second term in Congress. And she's been doing a lot of things for our community. And matter of fact, one of the things that she's fighting for right now is very important what I'm about to say to you, okay? One of the things that uh, she's fighting for is uh, back during the wars, we had a lot of contamination that was put in the ground around the St. Louis area. Because some, by the time it bombed, stuff like that was kind of created in this area. So now, a lot of our schools, a lot of our communities right now, uh, we're having problems with the contamination that's been in the soil for a long time. And we hear about it, and say, well, oh, oh man, what, what happened back then? Well, right now, I bring your attention to the state of Ohio, East Palestine, Ohio, okay? That's right now, this is history being made before your very eyes. Uh, you're going to hear his name, hear his name before, Erin Brockovich. Now, she came to be known years ago, uh, you know, for the exposing contamination, you know, and you know, they made a movie about her life, you know, what, they, what she did. Well, she's back on the scene again. She's still around. And people are aware, when you hear about this uh, uh, train wreck they had in Ohio a couple, months, a couple weeks ago now, and that they had, they had the uh, toxic waste and they had not notified the city that it was coming through there. Matter of fact, the law says when you move toxic waste, they should notify all the citizens along that route. And Norwood Railroad did not do that. And unfortunately, they had a train wreck. Hold it down, dude. That's what the boat was. The mailman. That's what dude. Wait. He, he gone. The mailman. The mailman just passed. I know it, Bubba. We, we all know around the world that the mailman is getting out. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, when, they had, when they had this train wreck, um, they had to uh, evacuate the city, uh, East Palestine, and they were gone for over, over 48 hours. Okay. They said, so you come back to your homes. Now, the friends of them, they can have drink water. Uh, you know, if, if they didn't get your kids out, they're going to put you in jail. And all of a sudden, they said, you can go back in. Now, they got fish dying in the waters, people getting sick, and, and they're saying, it's okay. It ain't okay. What they did there, took their train, all that material that was contaminated already, and dug a hole and put it in the ground. And Rev, you know, I've been in the service, okay, over there, that that, that vaccine, that's not how you, know, how you do that. That's not how you clean up a, a, waste, a waste site. And that is, so now they're saying you can come back in. And so now all they're doing now is contaminating. That's going to get in the middle of the ground and contaminate all their water sources. Uh, if I can put in, <clears throat> that's very similar to the fire. That's very similar to the firefighting foam that they used in Camp Lejeune and a lot of military bases. There you go, Scott. Same exact thing. Is that the same thing? And, so getting, and right now, there are all types of lawsuits being filed. 
you know, years later, they say, and you see this on TV all the time, you know, because those people, unfortunately, you watch it before your very eyes, okay? And, and this is, you know, you don't got to trust our or trust Scott. You're going to hear about this for the next couple of months, okay? Oh, yeah. But they, but they dug a hole and put this all in the ground, okay? And that is, if you can go back home now, you okay. And people are saying, hold on a second here, okay? <laughs> And unfortunately, okay, for those, for the people, you know, the, the powers of being governors and the, and the uh, people in, in uh, Ohio, uh, not, not for the politicians, as you say, people can read history and they know that it's not okay. And now they're just finally invited in the EPA to come in and get their opinion. And by the way, so people understand, when something like this happened in the state, okay, President Biden and not automatically send the EPA in. Because the, the governor had to invite the president to come in to bring in those resources. So now the EPA is about to come in now, but now they already tell people they go to back to your homes, everything is safe, don't worry about it, you're in good shape. And people say, we don't believe that. It's all over TV, so don't listen to me, Scott, and a real hour here. I mean, you know, uh, we're not trying to you know, tell you something that we don't know. But uh, that's what you're going to see and take place for your very eyes and Aaron Brockovich, uh, who was you know, a whistleblower back in 1993. They exposed the ways back then. And guess what? While this is going on, Rev, they got people from Norfolk Railroad going around the house that you go to the door, ask them a sign, a paper saying they would not, they would not sue them. Okay. Wait, wait a minute, real business. You get my thousand dollars and just sign the paper. <laughs> wow. Okay. I mean, come on. This is right before our very eyes. This is corporate America at its best. You know, and, and, and by the way, real and Scott and our listeners around the world, you hear this? Norfolk Railroad had a record breaking year last year in profit. So they got all type of money. And also, uh, the only, there's reason they had another accident not long ago, a second one. That would also come out from the Superfund for the uh, uh, EPA. Well, Scott, Scott here in St. Louis, Missouri, okay, I was involved in another life years ago, okay, here in St. Louis, Missouri, uh, we had a contamination site where we had a company called Cor- Corporator. And they had a, a, a manufacturing plant at Singles in our Grand and Singles Avenue in St. Louis, which is in North City. And this is where they manufactured carburetors and all their oil and all this stuff. They eventually left that site, and it was it was declared a site, you know, like you said, Scott, for a cleanup. And the city of St. Louis, the community fought that for over 27 years. And I was fortunate enough to actually get involved and was able to help secure a cleanup of that. And so I can tell you, just because the money is there, okay, does that mean, and this all was taking place, okay, let me explain why it took so long. A, a, a gentleman bought part of the uh, one of the buildings that was in, involved in quarter coverage there. And the whole of what we found now was that he did not want to pay his fair share. You know, but he done bought some property, you know, trying to get rich real quick, he's okay. 
and got caught. And he's a matter of fact, Scott, he went to all the meetings I went to. He did all those meetings, listen to uh, us complain about what the problem was. He just said one every word. But I, I got involved. I got sent to the Royal Bluffs office involved. We cleaned that site up. And right. now the voice club here in St. Louis, uh, I remember who was voice club that have that ground they use it now. Well, so I can tell you that. Wait, Scott. Uh, don't we also have a area near St. Louis called is it Venice Beach, or? Man, 
this is old, this is Dominion Gordian system. But there's another uh, Gordian system that also sold them over a billion dollars. This lawsuit is for one billion six. That's a lot of money. And right now, in our court system, it, it moves slow. Okay, and right now it makes it so 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 bad. We're reading right now documents documents that show on the air. See, one thing about what we do here, we got tapes of this video, uh, you know, live audio, uh, emails all being kept. They keep that stuff, and so we have emails, documentation, voice, and all that stuff showing that while they were on the air telling the country a lie, and they knew it. Well, that's against the law. Right, Scott? Right, Rip? You cannot right. go out there. You can't go out right. and tell people a lie when you know, you, you know it's a lie. Well, it's against ethics, but I don't know if it's uh, really against the law. Well, 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 we're about to find out, Scott. That's the real part about this, okay? It's about to be proven in the court of law, okay, that it's against the law. Okay. But it's ethics, okay? Ethics. Right now, that $1.6 billion lawsuit is going to prove that's Fox News right now, and it shows not just a guy people on the air, you know, but it all goes all, all up to the uh, to the CEO of the company, the doctor, Mr. Rubric. And it's in the whole inside of senior staff, all new, and they can't say they didn't know, but they had copied the email or the voicemail. They said, well, they were lying to us, okay? They were lying behind the scenes. That's not right. That's not right. So again, the next over this weekend, we're going to hear a whole lot of stuff being talked about that. That's you know what's going on, and just watch your eyes and just listen to the details. Like I say, I always say on this program, watching our government work is a is a work of art. And so now you're going to watch the court system. Now, in the meantime, uh, how is it going to affect uh, our former President Donald Trump? We don't know yet. I don't affect the people that, 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 that believe in that and got elected all the best on that. We don't know yet. So those so that information they pass out change the whole dynamics of our entire country. That's wrong. That's wrong. Now, I wanna make sure that we don't get that just get caught up in what's going on. Down in Mr. Tennessee yesterday, the uh five police officers, all black police officers that uh murdered I read Nichols uh, before I realized on the videos that we have there. Got up in court yesterday and pleaded not guilty. And they got you know that's a lie. They're going to talk about not guilty. And they know they they saying that they that, that didn't happen. That's one of the biggest lies. <laughs> Well, Rev, I'm laughing, okay, because I knew you were going to say that, okay, when I said that, okay, but they're saying they didn't do it. So they're saying they didn't kill that man. You know, and now they got, we're not supposed to be the cameras that we saw, not supposed to be the audio that we heard of being talked what they said they did, and right now there are six officers that lost their job, but right now these first five were all black. And by the way, the Scorpion unit that did this this, this unjustly, this act to this young man. And by the way, this was not just a, a little poor kid walking down the street, okay? He had a nice car, 
work for FedEx, making very good money. And the bad part about it, he's going home to see his mother after the dinner. He did that every night. I mean, he wasn't no who doesn't that they had no that going around blows up his neighborhood. That's that they're going to get him for doing some stuff. And right now, his mother and her whole family right now got to go through all of this. I think Reverend uh, Al Crompton, you know, and, uh, and, and our lawyer there, you know, uh, Mr. Crump, you know, for bringing this case and putting it in the light. And also, one of the things that I have to let people know, Reverend Al Sharp, oh, you like him or not, okay? But these people invited me in to do this. And, and, and at 13 years old, okay, he became a preacher in the Church of God in Christ. And has been preaching since then. I mean, so it's not just that you know, he's doing stuff. Every chance he gets a chance to preach, okay, he's a minister. He was ordained at 13 years old. Amen. Church of God in Christ. So right now, Church of God in Christ has a history of being involved with our black, with our black history. But it's not, it's not always told. But here's a man right now, another coach, of the right of Christ, supporting him, even the church that had the funeral in, a week ago, there was a church of God in Christ church. Down in Memphis, Tennessee, in Memphis, Tennessee, it's a home of the church of God in Christ. Amen. That's their headquarters. That's their headquarters. And, and this is right where Dr. King was killed. And where he made a, I have a big speech. To get these people jobs, we went there, okay, if you're not aware, to fight for people's rights. That's what Dr. King was doing when he was in Memphis, Tennessee. He went down there sightseeing. No, he was down there, down there supporting uh, uh, city workers to get jobs. Yeah. And guess what? Almost 50 some years later, we got some black men on the police force killing another black man. And, you know, but again, we cannot let, you know, not lose sight of all that's going on here. Because this is very, very important. And also, yeah. uh, we, can't, we can't lose sight of what's happening down in Atlanta, Georgia, right now. Uh, the prosecutor attorney, who's got to be a black woman there, uh, is in the process now. Uh, she could be in a grand, a grand jury in Georgia. And this is called Georgia law, by the way. Georgia law. Not federal law. Georgia law. She's a attorney general for the, for the state of Atlanta. And... The law is broken there because Atlanta, Georgia is also the capital of the state of Georgia. That's the capital city. So right now, this all took place in the state capital of Georgia, which is Atlanta, Georgia. And so those gave her jurisdiction there to, to bring these lawsuits. And the grand jury came back, and what they did, I kind of appreciated this, okay, rather than put people's names out front, anybody wanted to do it, either one that had a few repetitions of yet, okay, so they would come out during the trial. And so right now, there'll be some indictments coming down. Indictment doesn't necessarily mean that you're guilty yet, but it means that you gotta go for, you're gonna be able to be tried in court. Now while this is going on, okay, uh, there are other, other, other uh, opportunities right now. Uh, the Department of Justice right now has, a, uh, has a, uh, uh, subpoenaed, about to subpoena Vice President, former Vice President Pence, an investigation they're having there it stems from the uh, 2000, uh, 2021, January 6th, you know, 
siege of our, of our capital in Washington, D.C. The then investigation has taken place, and we all have seen you know, on TV before I ask again, don't forget this, what took place there. And all these back up to former President Trump plotting in the White House how he could stay in power. That power is a powerful thing, people think. They want to have power. They say power, money, no, they say power of money. And real make you say talk about it in your in your in your in your in your in your, in your, uh, in your lesson this morning. That's what I should say. It's that love for power, okay, over money, okay. They get people in trouble. Yeah. And so right now uh, we have you know, a special prosecutor uh, that's investigating that, and also uh, are you hearing again? Uh, some uh, they were some the FBI looking for some more documents, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, from you know uh, what they, uh, to be found. Uh, they took uh, took President uh, Biden's resident no documents, and also did the same for uh, President Black uh, President Trump. I mean, uh, Pence, and also, and all this is going on. Last Sunday, the Kansas City Chief became the Super Bowl champion. Yes, for the National Football League. And I am proud to say, I've been watching this, this NFL Super Bowl stuff since the first got started years ago. And for the first time in my life, okay, I never saw all pregame commentators go against the number one offensive team in the whole, in the whole country, against the Chiefs. And also against the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the most valuable player in the league, Patrick Mahoney against the Chiefs. They all, they all have been against the Chiefs. And guess who won? The Chiefs. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and they won with Patrick Mahomes on, uh, on that same bad, bad leg up and down the, down the field. So right now, I'm happy to say we, Missouri Team of Congress, is proud to say that's our team. But we were our team before that. And right now, uh, they won, for those not aware, uh, they won a game about a score of uh, 38 to 35. They ran the clock out. But either way it goes, it doesn't matter. They are Super Bowl champions for the next year. And I'm happy to say that a young man that held on that play came out and said, I did hold that man. But that was a good call. The referee did not make a bad call. He made the right call. That's how I show you in life. One small thing can change your whole life around. And that was an example right there. A one small thing changes who who are the Super Bowl champions of, of, of the world. You know, Super Bowl is one of the most wacky events in the whole world. And the whole world saw you know, justice being done in that call. So again, we applaud that referee. And we applaud the young man that said, I did it. You know, I didn't try to hide it. Over, over half a million people showed up last Wednesday okay, uh, in Kansas City after the parade down Grand Avenue in Kansas City. You know, and, uh, and it was a beautiful thing to watch. I watched it on TV myself. Couldn't be there. But I was proud to say, hey, we are the Super Bowl champions state of the world for the next 12 months. Right, Rev? We can brag. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, we we are so we we are the champ. And also, uh, while all this is going on uh, here in St. Louis, uh, for the second time, the United States Chess 
Federation, which is now located here in San Luis, as a matter of fact, on the chess club right in, in, in Central West End, we have a second uh, scandal, possibly, where the, uh, where one of the, you know, the executives there, in fact, he's in charge of the training people, uh, you know, uh, for, the, for the chess club and step down because uh, there's an investigation of sexual harassment. And in this case, uh, they came out and said he did this over 10 years ago, over 10 years ago. But what makes it so important here that other women have come forth since then, and he still continues to doing that. So, so he's been replaced in that position, and so that's a, a good thing. I mean, so that's a good thing, okay? And also, again, uh, another great thing here is uh, uh, this past week, oh, my God. Well, first of all, we had the, uh, the, the shootings most recently in East Lansing, which is a Michigan, Michigan State University campus where, again, three young people lost their lives. And there were several people put in the hospital. And again, the killer was a coward, killed himself. I mean, but at the same time, those lives, that the whole community would be forever changed. We forever changed, and just last night. Okay, That's a spirit. Yes, you are, Reggie. Talking about them all the time. Okay, That's and just a spirit that uh, yes, entertaining these people to do more wickedness with the wickedness that's in them. And I guarantee you, every one of those persons that did that killing was a unsaved person. But Reg, I'm not gonna stop with what happened in Michigan. Okay, just yesterday. Uh, in Mississippi, in Tate County, six more people are dead. Six people are dead. Matter of fact, in, in a county like that, everybody knows everybody. I mean, and so this is the only people who got killed with this man's ex-business partner. But the good part of here, there's a good part about it, the suspect was arrested, okay? They do have a suspect in this case. And also, we have a suspect uh, a couple of days ago uh, in Los Angeles, California. Two Jewish men, you know, had no, no, two, no, two, two uh, men in Los Angeles, you know, uh, you know, involved in a shooting. We got shot, I should say. And the end here, the, the suspect was caught. Now, these are federal hate crimes. And so now, one of the things that the George Floyd Act would have done, okay, I can't say it would have stopped these killings, okay? Not even right here in St. Louis, just yesterday, we had a jury. Uh, well, police officer was, uh, was got, uh, got <clears throat> walked free after allegations, okay, from t- two people, okay, because he's a former officer accused, accused him of, you know, raping a woman. But, but guess what? Because, uh, you know, the news that he gets a police officer, he's walking clear. Right? That never happened. But these are the things, okay, that were, that were involved in the, uh, the uh, in the George Floyd uh, uh, the crime bill that has yet to be passed. And as a matter of fact, one of the things that's going to get you here, Tim Scott, who the, was a black man in the Senate on the Republican, on the Republican side, was negotiating with Mr. Brooker, Senator Brooker of New Jersey on how to come to a conclusion for the Senate. The same Tim Scott now is running for president. Okay, so remember that, okay? This same Tim Scott blocked the uh, George Short bill in the Senate. It, it wasn't McConnell. He didn't do it. Uh, Tim Scott did it. 
a black man. He's going to say he's right now. He's running for the first president now. So now, you're the man that's continuously blocking a view that would have changed everybody's rights, the laws, everybody you know, to get fair justice. And he's right now saying, vote me for president. I can't take a vote for him, but please keep that in mind, okay? Please keep that in mind when you go to the polls, okay? And also, uh, something that we have heard a lot about in the last couple of weeks here is that the balloons that were shot down. First of all, the one that was shot down, okay, in, in, in uh, you know, in, uh, in off, off, off the Carolinas, that was a spy balloon. At first, the uh, Chinese would say it was a weather balloon that was all course. Once it went down, they changed the story. Oh, yes, uh, that, uh, that wasn't, we want our stuff back. Don't okay, say that you did us wrong. Because it became a spy balloon. Now, this happened before I was okay, that were took place here. And also, the other two balloons uh, that were shot down, uh, we, uh, and this this right now, I read it yesterday, the day, okay, it was kind of funny, I read it. That one of the, the balloons, okay, that was shot down uh, came from this someplace here in Missouri. It was a experimental balloon that they had put up, you know, put up there, you know, uh, as a experiment, for a science experiment. And so that's why I said what President Biden and they all saying was the last two balloons, okay, were not spy balloons, okay. But what happened here is we now have uh, technology that exposes more than ever before. And that's what's taking place here, okay. Now, I can't say this technology has been around for a while, but it's now being shared in the Biden administration, what's been going on for a couple of years now. And his job is to make our country safe, and that's what he's doing. And also, uh, just this past week, okay, I'm happy to say that you turn it now. I, kinda, I got some power with this man. Be a problem with okay, but U.S. Uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland was in St. Louis uh, this past week, okay, calling his government into a partnership. I'm together for a, a crime, uh, for natural crime prevention office in downtown St. Louis. Sean Jones talked about how the Missouri Lakers are passing bills to take control of our police department right now from the city of St. Louis. And also, they're trying to restrict Attorney General Kim Gordon. Now, has not been on Kim Gordon okay? That a lot of things, uh, a lot of her office is, is, is kind of not keeping up okay with what's been going on. I know the pandemic okay has affected a lot of these offices around the country. But right now, uh, she, needs, she needs to get more money. She needs to get more people. And I understand people have probably cool people right now, but uh, she needs to you know, get her act together. But anyway, right now, they're trying to restrict our prosecutor, prosecutor powers. Now, what's happening here, there's a state government, there's a local government. And the local government, right in matter of fact, not only are they trying to see what her what to do or what not to do, there's some other bills they're trying to pass also now, okay, to take control of some, some other uh, local government activities. Now, these guys who are up there right now in the state legislature, they want to be working uh, state city government, they can do that. They're trying to legislate from the state government. That's not how the law supposed to work, okay? That's not good at all. And also, uh, we, we are happy to report that Mr. Lamar Johnson, I mean, it's also accused, you know, well, some people said they said that he did commit in 1994, was released this past week, uh, uh, Judge uh, 
many years. Uh, 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 David Mason uh, had, had a, a, a trial, you know, and then this came out that uh, the eyewitnesses recanted what he said. Uh, it just did not prove that he that he was guilty, and he walked free this past week. Well, unfortunately, the restitution he's going to get, okay, uh, is not. Is, well, you're going to see him out on TV, by the way, for the next couple weeks right now, about how how you should go about dealing with prisoners and stuff, and the fact that uh, he was not cleared on the DNA evidence, he would not get any restitution. So that's not good for him. But also with the fact that he's free right now, finally, that he can, that he, that he been, that you can imagine a man been in jail since 1994, real, and now you're coming out in 2023? That's a long time. Long time, yeah. But something he didn't do. Matter of fact, they still, the, the state of Missouri still saying he's guilty. When the policeman, you know, and everybody else said, the police said, well, I thought that was him. Uh, yeah, yes. I mean, we have, uh, you know, uh, uh, what do you call it, slow out or something. Well, a lot of people got that, got that in the black community. And he wasn't the only one. But, but for those things, and like I said, the witness came back, one well, of the witnesses that came back and said, they gave me money, okay, to protest right against him. Oops, didn't talk about that, did you? So again, these are the type of things that are taking place, you know, that are in our, you know, you know, right in our lives, I'm not nose and uh, you know, and we don't, we, we don't, we feel it's unfair, and we're not going to do it's unfair. Because the courts are coming back now, kind of tearing up some of their, some of their bad business and stuff. And also, when you listen to Frigus and USA Hot Talk.com on a beautiful Saturday afternoon, uh, February 18th, my name is Al Fox, Area Best Scott. And also, you can hear on Facebook, you can be seen Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and also, again, this we're going to be heard again. On Sunday at 1 p.m. and also on Wednesday at 1 p.m. Or if you miss those times, then I'm going to go to Spotify and type in Lunch with the Dutch and Congress, or you can Google it. My name is Alpha, that's God. Thank you. It was the Dutch and Congress. My name is Beautiful, Beautiful. Have a lunch with us again. So we'll end up touching down here.
you know, uh, also another thing that's taking place right before our very eyes, okay, is, uh, uh, you know, we have talked about this a lot, but uh, uh, Roy Kelly, who's a, a number one a, a singer, a rapper, what you want to call it, for many, many years, okay, uh, he got 25 more years in prison for his child pornography and attachment conviction from last year in Chicago. This will be added to 30 years he's going receive. And this goes back again, okay? You cannot, you cannot mess with our young kids under no circumstances. I don't care who you are, who you think you are, you know, that is that is not going to take place. You know, and, uh, and also something that uh, that uh, we all are somewhat embarrassed about, that you hear about, that the FBI found that one of their agents, oh my God, uh, was... Uh, what do you call him? We call him a double agent. That's what he be called. Where he was working to Russians to supply, supply them information about our country. Well, he told me to investigate these Russians, the Russian oligarchs. <laughs> he was on. He was in the same time supporting them. And also, uh, you know, uh, just this past week, you know, you will hear more about this. That uh, for the first time, we had a president. Most presidents, when they, when they. Uh, Steve Office, okay, they kind of fade away into the sunset and let the next president, you know, continue on. Rather than they run for re-election, okay? So anyway, when, when Donald President, I still call him President Trump, that, that's how he gets for life. Uh, what President Trump has done, not only is he continuing in his life, but his family is enriching themselves. Uh, he's made a deal with, 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 with the Saudis in Russia, and we find, and not Russia, Saudi Arabians, I should say, Messed up on the radio. Well, now uh, he and his son-in-law got two billion dollars as a consultant to put himself a business for himself. Two billion dollars. That's a lot of money. But right now, uh, that's what he's received. And now, President Trump also, you call last year there was a golf tournament that he that he started. And a lot of the time, golfers, okay, went on the tour with him. And what happened was that those golfers, uh, I mean, some of the top golfers, joined, you know, joined his league. And this was being paid for by the, by, by the, by the Prince of Saudi Arabia. And, and, and those, what he tried to do was create a league against the, the PGA, public officers, the professional golfers, okay. And there's some good news I'm about to come up to here. Uh, uh, Tiger Woods. Is back. <laughs> uh, this past week, uh, he took teed off on Thursday, and he's in the top ten, you know, uh, at a tournament that he starts out in California. This is the same tournament that he got hurt in, got hurt, I believe, a couple of years ago. There you go. But right now, uh, he's back playing golf again, and I don't know how he's going to finish this. Okay, but anytime Tiger Woods is is you know, is being highlighted. TV station network, they're going to benefit for that. Excuse me, where's my whistle there? So right now, uh, he's in the top 10 last night, and so that means he'll be playing. That means, okay, Scott, you're a golfer, I'm not. You can me on this. No, I'm not a golfer. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. But what that means is he, he made the cut. And that means he'd be able to be on TV for the weekend. And that means you got to have a score that, you know, that, that says you're you know, that you're in the top, whatever, whatever number they have there. 
And that, uh, that allows you to also be able to, uh, he's also in our Missouri legislature. Oh my God. We just mentioned earlier on about them trying to take over the city of St. Louis police, police department, our prosecutor attorney's office. And also, uh, there, there's a big, big stink now about, uh, about, uh, and this is around the country, not just here in St. Louis, but it's, it's kind of coming from uh, down of the governor of Georgia about uh, um, transgender kids and, 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 and how their rights are. And uh, so right now, that's one of the things they are fighting, or debating, or I can't say they're fighting, they're debating. And one of the things that's taken the news last couple of weeks, okay, is that they had a, a person that they got, I guess they got fired, they called a whistleblower from Washington University, maybe doing some research, research as a program. And what happened here is that they took her and made her the star of the show. But now the facts are coming out that what she's saying may not be true. Right now, it's Jane Missouri, but again, anything negative, okay, anything effect negative on, on the minority community, they wanted to discuss it. And so now, uh, as, as they continue doing that, now I do have a problem with gender athletes. So, uh, I have a problem with this a, a young man, and I was just like, decided to be a female and become an Olympic champion. I do not like that. Or become a track star. I do not like that. The body does not change. I think there's limitations on that. That's my personal, personal uh, opinion. And also here in Missouri, this may go well for your healthcare benefits, healthcare service. Our legislator has been fighting for years against, he's given, uh, and even the, the, during the Obama, Obama administration, uh, where there were benefits for the, uh, for, the you know, for the community. Missouri has a whole lot of people that needs, you know, that needs uh, uh, social services and all that. Well, what they did, they refused to give it to them. Matter of fact, one year the government put in this budget and they let it out. Now, let me explain to you, okay, to make up our Missouri state legislator. We have a thing called a term limitation in Missouri. That means uh, you can only be a senator term which is eight years. That means also you can only be a state representative for eight years a term of, uh, Four terms or two years. Now, most of these, uh, 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 you know, uh, legislators now on the Republican, on the Republican side uh, come in there for two, one or two, four-year terms, and when they do, they have pass some laws that make no sense. Okay, and they gone. You know, they, and, and they have the slightest idea of why the laws are being passed. And we have said this years ago. You know, this is the short enough of time that. That the legend that in Missouri and most states now, the lobbyists know more about what's going on than, than they do, and so now we find a lot of lob, lobbyists, okay, who become who are former state representatives, or state senators, and as a matter of fact, this is not right here. We have a black uh, a state representative who went to jail, uh, you know, and you know, went to jail. I said, went to jail. Now he's registered now to be a lobbyist in just city. Me, okay, that's not fair. You know, you were the honest with your constituents, you know, and so now you know, you're going to be here. You're now lobbying now. Uh, I don't think that's the way that should go, but whatever I have to say about that is not taking place. And right now, he just registered to be a lobbyist, and, and, and right now, uh, he's getting paid to do that. 
Now, I understand that uh, you made a mistake, okay? But I think when you make mistakes, you know, um, there are things you can do other than that. And that's not something I think that, that's, that I think is, should take place. And also, here in St. Louis, who is St. Louis, okay? A lot of good things are starting to take place. Uh, this past week, the like Young Conrad had a chance to uh, meet down at City Hall with the Democrat, Mr. Lance Knuckles, who's the senior vice president over uh, SLDC, which, by the way, has been totally revamped from the way it used to be. And so now what they're doing now is they're working with the community and in North St. Louis, it needs help the most. Right now, we've been, uh, there's money coming into North St. Louis for the first time in many, many, many years. And right now, we're talking about about $20 million. Uh, and the projects that they're going to be putting money into, which was announced on Thursday, is the cornerstone is the Community Development Corporation you know, focusing on Central West End. They're going to get $120,000. Well, Central West End, we get money all the time. That's nothing new there. But now in the Preservation Square, uh, which is McCormick, which is right downtown, north of downtown there, which is part of battle place. But down that area, where they go, they get getting another uh, for their money also. But for them to go in there, they, they go in there, it's been the, the, the probation of uh, Preservation Square, it's been over $100 million to so rehab perhaps, uh, 556 units for McCormick complex. Just know they're downtown, and they will get seven hundred fifty thousand dollars of that money. This would be greatly, greatly great now to get another tax rate from the state and for the federal government also. And also, the Hillbilly Project, which is the North St. Louis, right off of this hill, has been there a very long time. And family, we knew they were nice, okay, but that's all past you now. They're going to get $100,000, which is almost half a million dollars. Uh, and then their project is going to be, we'll receive plus that, fifteen point seven million dollars in low income tax credit. And that was been approved already, you know, and they also get some bond financing also. That's very good for North St. Louis. And also one last thing, the North Side Heights. Now this is the development in the real neighborhood. Now the real neighborhood where you have Southern High School, you have uh uh no uh, uh G. Phillips. As a matter of fact, you have a, that was a, the real neighborhood was one of the oldest black neighborhoods in the city of St. Louis. Where you had most of your, I'm sure, junior people had money back to that description, you know, the doctors and nurses and stuff in that community. Matter of fact, the community that I kind of was, I was with the, um, with the, with the late Alderman David McFarland. Matter of fact, we had, our, we had the only real fair, uh, the real fair we had in North St. Louis, which was the, the VP fair. We actually had real, we had, uh, we had a uh, fireworks, like they have on the riverfront, the big boomers. But we had those uh, that, we, that we were able to raise some money for. And we also funded the bill fair. was the first black uh, nonprofit to be part of the uh, riverfront, riverfront you know, celebration. That was many years ago. But right now, uh, that neighborhood is still running a good side. So now we are actually getting the money finally, okay, to help that community. And that's, I can't say that's overdue as well overdue. But you know, that's one of the communities that's gone down, 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 down. And so these are some of the things that are taking place here. And also, um, you know, you hear about Pfizer all the time. 
they're trying to ask the President Biden. And one thing I have said to people out there, you know, I was at Vice President Biden, uh, that was you saying that for so many years, but President Biden, okay, did executive orders that allowed certain monies to be going in on executive orders. They're putting together some programs that have been able to change our communities around at least a little bit. And so that's what I'm saying. Uh, this program, the one was here, that, that allowed you to be so social services. Matter of fact, a lot of times people began to kill. There's been another shooting uh, most recently uh, where the man police shot a man. And, 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 and unfortunately, again, they showed this on TV also, so the man actually died. You know, police officers actually saying, please, please don't die. I mean, so all police officers are not bad. But sometimes, you know, they've been trained a certain way. And, you know, and sometimes, you know, uh, they're afraid for their lives. And most of them, that's that. Right. Uh, unfortunately, we talked about this a while back on the show. Uh, we had, had uh, Bishop uh, Wooten on, uh, and we talked about a lot of police officers on the force. Uh, before they became police officers in the neighborhood, community, they, they, they were like, uh, you know, they were the one that people put it all the time. I mean, they're the ones that, you know, they got pushed around. And they said, when I get beat, I'm going to go and come police officer, I'm going to get you back. And so, so, and so a lot of times, it's like payback to the people that, that, that push them around. And I know that I saw peace officers myself, okay, who, who said, I, wait, I, I remember one gentleman who became a captain on the police force. And we went together during the summertime when we were in college. He said, when I, when I, when I, when I, I become a police officer, when I, when I graduate, you know, I'm not going to go to college. I'm going to join a police department. I'm going to get me a gun. And guess what? I'm going back to the neighborhood. They're going to respect me. Really, were you in there before? Reverend Lyles? It looks like we've lost Reverend Lyles there, but Brother Ira. Okay. Oh, okay. I see that. Okay. I don't know what happened there. Yeah, you still, you still here. Mm -hmm. I don't know what happened. Okay. Okay. But anyway, anyway uh, but me have us on mute. That's probably what happened here. But anyway, I was saying, Scott, you know, that uh, that's the you know, thing in our black community. And therein lies a whole lot of who's always on the floor. So right now, we, we pray that for some, you know, for some changes to be made. And that police officers, like even the, the one down here in Memphis, that uh, one of the officers that killed, you know, they killed this young man, he had been found, well, he wasn't found guilty. He, you know, he, he, was, he, he was charged as a, as he was a prison guard, and it, you know, beat a man real bad, you know, while he was a prison guard. And what happened was he resigned from the police department before he was fired. And that's what a lot of police officers do, they resign for their choice, and that allows them to not be fired, that allows them to keep their benefits and go someplace else. And normally, even here in St. Louis County, uh, a matter of one thing I feel was, that took place just the other day, out uh, of Ferguson, Missouri, uh, a chief post all resigned uh, from the Ferguson Police Department, that police chief, he made about a couple of years, and, uh, and Paul has done a great job. He worked in several police departments in North County, and he is now, now uh, just resigned his family. I talked to the mayor of this country also. And so, President is a lot of work going on also. So, but uh, right now, this is from the USA Hotline.com. And now, for the area of this guy, we're going to go find him. We'll be right back. So, I'll take it out of here.
where we're going to have a um, keynote from the head of the Global Development Export Initiative. Uh, her name is Terry Batch from the International Trade Administration. And we'll have uh, significant uh, opportunities and talk about how we're planning to basically do business with each other globally. And then right after that, uh, in the afternoon, we have a briefing with the Undersecretary of, of uh, Minority Business Development Agency uh, for Department of Commerce, and that's um, Donald Cravens. So we're, we've been working very hard to get the right people in the room and get them approved, you know, which is which funny thing now, you know, the, the folks at the White House and and I don't blame necessarily the, the president or his staff, but I call it Simon Says. You got all these middle people that want to, <laughs> and they want to see your list and verify, background check, and so we spent kind of like the past week jumping through hoops for people and whatnot, just to say, well, who are you bringing? Who's coming? And that kind of thing. So we feel pretty good about it, uh, and we, you know, it is what it is. It's a it's a hit it and quit it, get in and get out, but it's not so much to hear from them as in the politicians or the the administration uh, as much as it is to tell them what we're doing and to offer solutions to some of the challenges and problems they're having. Uh, and then they want to turn around and tell us you know, how they're going to help us, what they want to do. Well, one of the things, Chuck, you know, uh, and working government with some time, a lot of times, you know, they don't, they, 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 they think they wouldn't know. Now, we'll say this last bottle, this last, this last bottle, she's done a hell of a job of, of reaching out to us a different you know, facets of the black community. You know, not the black community as, as a whole, because uh, most administrations have not had a person, okay, they're going to reach out to the community and say, I want to hear how you would help us. We work together. And that's why I said about you, Chuck. And I, we've been missing as Chuck and CEO of the Black Human Congress has done great, great things, you know, to create new partnerships, new relationships, not just with the black community, black politicians, but you put things together also, like you with the White House, which I can't recall, you know, in recent years, okay, uh, how the White House is doing. Okay, that's what we, have, what we think about it, all right? Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, but that's that's the funny thing about what's different now is we we basically as let's just say as black people as black whatever you know we, you know in the last uh, previous few weeks we talked about this minority thing you yeah. know and mm-hmm. they tried to get everybody in the same room in the same bucket in the same category. <laughs> You know, talking about, uh, yeah, we got the minority delegation in this week and all that. And, man, you get in one of the minority rooms, you're like, well, who, who, what? You know, what are we talking about? And then, uh, oh, I mean, it starts getting really crazy. Oh, it's okay. We ain't against that, but but we're about black business. We are the national black chamber. Black chamber. Yeah. I mean, that's what we focus on. And let me tell you something. You could put. You can put all the other minorities together. Guess who's got the biggest dollar spent? Black. Yes, sir. Let me tell you something. They, 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 you know, until uh, until we say, well, 
we broke. We ain't spending no money this week. Uh, we not gonna buy no Hennessy. Uh, we ain't gonna buy Louis Vuitton. You know, Gucci. Or we might not buy Cadillac no more. You know, mm-hmm. then the world changes. <laughs> you know, yeah. oh, no, they, 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 can we please speak with you? Can we please come and talk with you? <laughs> you know, you know. So every now and then, you kind of got to know where your value is. It's not every now and then. It's too much of us and too much. See, the other side of that is. Can we dilute that spirit? Can we dilute the culture? Can we dilute the focus and the vision? Can we get you distracted? You know, so anyway, you're about to get me started on a whole number of different topics here. Uh, uh, but that's what we're doing this coming week. <laughs> Let me leave it like that. Yeah. Number two, right now, okay, one of the things, okay, that uh, here was a much more conference, okay, we've been proactive or aggressive, what you want to call it, okay? Uh, and matter of fact, we've been uh, being invited to the table here in, here in this area, okay, to ask uh, for how can we work together? I mean, that's like you stand there on, on a national level. And they want to hear, because one of the things that, uh, that, that, that well, I, I just gave a list here on the program about black history people think it was what they had done. But the most important part about it is the money that we spend. How much money we spend? How much money, you know, like you said, Chad Mack, uh, if we start drinking beer for a whole day, you know how much, how, how many breweries would be calling us right away? These drink our beer. Okay. Well, like you said, stop buying Chad Mack, stop buying any, any automobile, or stop buying chicken for a week. <laughs> now, sir, how do you think that never fix the country? It, it's, it's, I believe it's estimated, and I don't know how they come up with these numbers, but it's estimated to be of the an economy equivalent to a top ten, top five country. Yeah, yeah, that's all Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't like saying numbers and things, but it's a, it's upwards of three point two trillion. Mm-hmm. I'm just about yes. black America. Yes. And, 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 you know, you really don't get that. You, you, we, how do you capture the measurement of the trickle effect? So let's say, uh, let's just take Kanye West, for example. Oh, this, that's a good, that's a great example. You heard, you heard, you heard, you know, they don't want to tell you the whole, you know, I, I, I preach to, my staff or people I mentor or people I just in conversation with even yourself. You know, I'll tell you, think in a complete thought. So let's take Kanye West as an example. Mm-hmm. Is Kanye West crazy? Uh, I don't know. He might be crazy like a fox because he said he wanted out of the Adidas deal. They mm-hmm. said, no, we ain't letting you out. And <laughs> he essentially, by doing... I mean, see, that's the funny thing about it. I think, I think the, the the Jews know that he really didn't say anything offensive, but everybody kind of played along with it because he said, "Oh, it's a lot of Jews in Hollywood," or something, something kind of you know general like that. And all of a sudden, oh, he's anti-Semitic, and I'm like, "Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute." Now. 
you know, I, I mean, we heard a lot worse than that, and we deal with that on a daily basis if you just change it, uh, focusing it towards black folks. So anyway, they let him out to deal with Adidas, and he's kind of laughing and saying it would have cost me a billion to try to have the lawyers and everything to get out the deal because it was a bad deal, and they weren't upholding their part of the deal, and I needed out, and I got out. Well, guess what happened now? Adidas is in financial trouble. <laughs> Adidas lost over a billion dollars when they when he pulled out. Mm-hmm. He lost over a bill. They, they, he said, "It's going to cost you a billion to keep me, and it's going to cost you a billion to lose me." Hey, bring it down. Yeah. He done played his hand, and now, you know, I mean, you know what happens usually next. But maybe he's smart enough to, to, to not to make it so it's more profitable to keep him alive than to kill him. But that's the kind of moves that start happening when you start having people turning up dead. You know, mm-hmm. you know. anyway, we're going on a number of different topics, but that is a tangible measurement of the economic footprint. But Chuck, but Chuck, but Chuck, let's, 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 let's not lose that. what you just said. But that's an excellent example, okay? An excellent example. I am calling black financial base here. What you just said, okay, people, that, that's not in the news, okay? Out front in the news, okay, was like when Kanye West was getting, getting fired for a million dollars. He's not talking about, okay, how Adidas is now paying the price for that. Excuse me. Well, you know, let's 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 put it. We can put it in a uh, what what I would call corporate speak or vernacular. Okay, this is what we kind of talk about. Uh, our what does diversity, equity, and inclusion cost? You know, this, this you want to talk about what happened this past week? Governor Abbott of uh, uh, Texas just said he thinks. Uh, 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 affirmative action is illegal or uh, inappropriate or whatever. He don't want it in his state. <laughs> and remember, remember that commercial like "You can pay me now, you can pay me later." Pay me later. Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So then you say, okay, so he—he's a politician. You know, we're not. Hey, let him run your business for you, then, Adidas. You know what I mean? Or Amazon or anybody else or. Let me tell you something. Let Tesla mess around here and and, and, and start uh, just going with a political blow of the wind. So what is the cost? Of, what is the cost? What does DEI cost you? You know, is it profitable? See, they're not really telling the real whole story just yet, but they're gonna have to because they're gonna they're gonna with the Trump and the, all this other stuff that's coming in, and even under the Democrats, this. Uh, uh, affirmative action piece and part of the delusion of all that was the minority piece and it, you, I mean you can't stop mother nature, you can't stop God because the minority is the majority the minority is now the majority but Thank you. you better hold your you better hold your power. You better hold your position. You better put as much Willie Lynch out in the uh, universe as you can to uh, get some things done. You know. Mm-hmm. So you know, you know, check about Willie Lynch. Okay, I, I read that 
many years ago, I was on a holiday. I guess uh, I watched Agent Mac in those days, and I did a morning show every Sunday morning. I heard about it was, and I really went to those festivals on the air for the first time. And, you know, I've been around the country, okay. He said, "Oh my God, where did they come from?" Well, that was all. That was another part of the national record and stuff I was reading, okay, about the Willie story, you know, and it was well known to the white folks, not to the black folks, and it was actually told how they were using us, and they put us in slavery for so many years, and it's actually working, it's still working. And I mean, the program, we get to you know the, 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 the bright, you know, the, the, the uh, light colored black against the dark colored black, the rich against the poor, short against the tall, fat against the smaller person. Am I doing the right shot? Those are the things that was that were, that were advocated in the Willamette Festival. Now, they were, in those days, they were killing, the, killing their slaves. They said, I'll kill your slaves, okay? Or you kill your slave. He was, he was, he was losing, uh, losing something. You got to bury your slave. And at that point, you know, your economy going to take a hit after what he was doing. So what you got to do is to divide this. Because when we come together, we're dangerous. You got to separate the black folks. Man, let okay, me tell you, that, that's, that, come on. that, 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 remember, I, I, we haven't had this conversation about, uh, well, it, you know, I'll just give you a, Take the seconds of it. So, mental health. There's all kinds of variables to it. Sometimes it, it is a physical sickness or a physiological or a, 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 a path. You know, it's, it's things that are inside your body. But part of it is, the contributing part of it is, is the intangible part of it is, has to do with what? Fear. Fear. And so well, what is fear? Fear is essentially the unknown. What you're not familiar with. I heard something in the night. I heard footsteps. Or I thought I heard a doorknob turn. Or, I don't know these black people. I don't know. That was J. Yeah, man. Oh, it's just a guy walking down the street with a hood on. What? Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, uh, uh, Elmer, look out the window. I said, you see that guy walking down the street? He got a hood on. Don't he look shady? Oh, he's mm -hmm. black. He's black. You know, and then, so, so I, I, to, to go off, so then you put this fear factor in there. And... You know, or, uh, I mean, just like the other thing, too, uh, let's just bring the gay, lesbian, uh, uh, transgender, all that stuff into it. And so I, I'd be the first to admit, I didn't really understand it, but to be honest with you, I, I didn't think it was my business. I didn't really care that much. I got I got my own things that on my mind. <laughs> you know what I mean? I ain't worried about, you know, who's got purple, green hair, or what, you know, how, what bathroom they want to use. You know, I'm like saying, man, you know, that's a distraction. That's something to get you off your game. Get right. your you know, the other people can argue or whatever, but there are people that that's their, that's their mission or that's their concern. I'm like, you know, mm -hmm. let me go on and be worried about trying to uh, get to the grocery and get back home without getting shot. Mm -hmm. 
you know, or, or how much your eggs gonna cost me this round, and what did they do to my my paycheck, or, or, or can I get a job, or do I need to have, you know, what, what's 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 really happening while y'all trying to get us to look over here to the left while you do a three card molly on me and my, right up on, under me. So you know, we're talking about we're talking about economic empowerment. We're talking about how that links and and gets into your daily lives your community, where you live, eat, sleep, and play, and work, and who you got to interact with. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there's some people scared of that, because what happens if we figure out that, oh my God, we love Air Jordans, except Air Jordan didn't realize, like, like that, you know, here's another, here's another scenario. Uh, so, a boy, uh, uh, ball. Remember three three balls, the the, the ball brothers, the sons. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So you gotta give the dad credit. He saw Air Jordan. He saw what the play was. You know, Michael Michael Jordan don't own. Uh, uh, he don't own nothing out of Nike. They they ain't they ain't having that. They'll let him be a billionaire, but to make them a uh, hundred billion. Yeah, really. Well, Chuck, Chuck, right away, right when it's passed, when, uh, when, uh, uh, was fighting with, uh, into the school with, uh, Adidas, okay, Michael Jordan quickly, quickly reviewed their contract with Michael Jordan, okay, right away. So, yeah, yeah, they're worried, they're worried, because, because, because what the ball, what, but, uh, I think the ball, there's a couple other players or whatever, I mean, them Chinese don't care, they'll, they'll, Put your name on it, and, and, and they can go the hell out of you. But they'll go ahead and put you in business for you with your own uh, brand, your own mm-hmm. manufacturing, your own thing. Kanye West is scared the hell out of these people because he's saying, eh, "I don't know. I think I'll just do my own thing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't need to have an Adidas logo on it. I don't. I I might just be, you know, open up an address on the internet and ship these things out my garage." Or ship them direct from the factory. You know, we don't. We could bypass Adidas. We could bypass uh, 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 Interscope Records. Mm-hmm. You know, just anyway. You get me out a whole other thing here. It, it, the, the economic but, 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 power. But it's the economic right. power yeah. that rules. Mm-hmm. The American the dollar. American I, I know we're running real dollar. short on time, but I just want to ask what, what I just want to ask our, our audience. Just you know, a, 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 a rhetorical question, though. Come on. This is I mean, come on now. Ira, did you know they actually missed a balloon with a missile, mm-hmm. and they are trying to find the missile. Where did that missile come down? A missile is five hundred thousand dollars. I'm sorry. Yeah, is it five? Yeah, five hundred thousand dollars for one of the missiles. Took two of them to hit one of those balloons, which might have been uh, a twenty-dollar balloon. Well, Chuck, Chuck, let me add on this, okay? Most recently, okay, here in the community, okay, one of the uh, schools in the community, okay, said that could have been our balloon, okay, that we put up there. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. But I don't wait, man. Y'all could have just, you know. Ran off a couple hundred rounds or something off your cannon on your on your plane and and, and took the balloon out. 
That's where I've been using missiles. And I mean, they just, I'm like, Lord have mercy, what is really happening here? They're using missiles to shoot down below. Well, I feel I I like there are eight of them. Don't, we don't know how many different balloons or whatever, because now they just say, well, well, we sweep some more dirt under the carpet and say, yeah, we shot down a balloon over here, shot down a balloon over there. And, oh, and on one day, well, you know, we've been observing the uh, balloon program in China. We actually watched them launch it. And, you know, the spies are spying on the spies. And then uh, uh, Biden makes a well, uh, you know, unless it's a threat to the United States, we're not going to shoot it down. Or what? Man, the rhetoric is going back and forth. Did you know about it? Did you not know about it? Do you, are you responsible for it? Did you not? And so while that's going on and the buffoons are, are, are up here trying to decide what are we going to tell the public today, in the meantime, it's what? It's Black History Month. Mm-hmm. Don't and at the you. same time, and, and, and boy, it's like they're chuckling and tongue-in-cheek and saying, like, hey, you better get it while you can because we ain't going to give it to you in school. That's bad. Well, I mean, you think it's bad as, as, as you don't want your children to know what you did. Yeah, you don't want to be shamed of uh, granddaddy or whomever was, you know, responsible for these things that people did. But it's okay because you're not going to get educated. History is factual. And guess what? They're teaching it around everywhere else in the world. The Russians know about it. The Chinese know about it. And all my Latin American friends will walk up and congratulate me and try and try to ask me questions and talk to me about Tuskegee Airmen. <laughs> I'm looking around like, how y'all know about that? Uh, are you kidding? It's in school. They study. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Like, in Marshall? <laughs> Man, let me tell you, you don't, 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 don't. <laughs> when we talk about being woke, it's a different kind of woke. We're talking about wake up, take responsibility for yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, I appreciate y'all listening. Thank you. But Chuck, you know something that I didn't know, uh, you got me okay. The first black American Americans governor in the whole country was a gentleman by the name of uh, PBS Pitchback. So, and you know, and, but you know, and uh, uh, he was the first black governor. No, no. Well, no, I see them back. Uh, David P. Patterson of New York was back with the first black governor. I, I, I break myself on that. Oh, he's back. I was like, he's back. Okay. He, he was the first black. He was the first black governor that was of Louisiana back in those days, and they don't care that history, do they? Man, there's so much history today that that's been suppressed and kept from us. And uh, but you know, it's there, and, and it's going. It's you, you know how. Um, Demand versus supply or scarcity, you know, it's going to like make for a great movie or something, you know, because they want to keep it from you, and they want to know. But you know, American society as a whole is like, well, government is going to take responsibility for educating you or educating your family, you know, or 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 
you know, you're going to have you know, it's all this big government, all this stuff going on. But, you know, they're like saying, okay, all right, you know, they don't even want to pay teachers. I mean, some of the stuff that's going on in these schools here of late is crazy. But, it, but you know, Ira, as to pull a full circle as to what are we working on and what are we doing, all the stuff we're talking about is um, essentially economic empowerment that will provide economic development. And it mm-hmm. is, in fact, good for everybody. You know, to have Chuck, no, 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 Chuck, uh, Chuck, the clock is saying we got to go. By the way, was that your company? We just created a department. Of, uh, you have a vice president of economic development, okay? You can talk to him again next week, okay? We recognize that in, in Missouri, okay? I'm going to be right. So, anyway, that's Chuck Gold. My name is Alpo. Uh, Scott, that's with us. And thank you. We miss Cheyenne. Love you. Thank you for joining us. Enjoy. Life is be safe. Amen.